Graffiti Japan. Action-packed episode of Got Fit in Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And as you fun folks know, Got Fit in Japan is about two dudes, booze, uh, Japan over here, and the news. Oh, yeah. So I've got news. Do you want to do the news later? Okay. Like after a break? All right, cool. Go ahead. Cool. I'm assuming what's going to happen is that we're going to drink, we're going to have a great conversation for like an hour, and then we're going to get kind of drunk, and then we're going to have to like take a break, go to the liquor store again, get more booze, and come back and then do the news. And um, hey, it's got fit in Japan, and that's what we do. And um, this is, oh, faders. <laughs> before I before I go too far ahead, this is episode number two, no, 729. Wow. 729. And the last time, Mike, you were on the show, you were on, oh, and we're here with guest starring Mike. <laughs> uh, sorry, we've been drinking before the podcast. So, yeah. I think I was on like about five years ago or something like that, maybe. It was five like, years ago. That, yeah. that must have been episode number 400 something. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. well, welcome fun. back. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks, man. Cheers. I, I don't remember much of that one, but uh, apparently it was good. I don't know. That was a great one. Mm -hmm. Actually, we pre-gamed for that one, too. And that one, if I remember correctly, we met at a Irish. No, we met at a British pub in Shinjuku and we had... Too many pints there, and the place is too noisy. So we decided to go to a karaoke booth in the neighborhood, yeah. and uh, we went there and we did the podcast there, and then we went back to the the pub and drank some more. <laughs> How stupid is that? And when we're at the karaoke booth, we had Nami Hodai, so we're just like, we want twenty drinks, and there's only two of us. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun. That's, time. that's life in Japan, right? Yeah, for some people. Yeah, that's well, yeah, for me every week. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. All right, and I'm wearing your T-shirt. This is Johnny's T-shirt that I bought at your art show recently. Mike, I love you for so many this different reasons. It's amazing. Look at that. Is that, that cool? Thank you so much. You're yeah. you're not only a good friend, but you're a marvelous musician, a, a brilliant teacher, and you support the spilt ink. My 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 yeah. artwork. Well, it, like I said, in our house, I just bought two today from him. And now, so that'll be six in our house, six of your artwork, including the one that you did where you just, you painted me playing music, right? And that was mm -hmm. like a total surprise. You surprised me with that. Remember that? Yeah, I remember Because I just, I just kind of discussed with you, I may, I maybe do a painting or something. And then I, I don't know, you must've taken a picture of me from Facebook or something. And, and then you presented me with this, this really nice painting of me playing the guitar. It was amazing. So I have that, yeah. we have a little music room in my house and it's like centerpiece of the music room there. Mm -hmm. But I really like the one that you did with the, with the, the guy like bursting through the wall. Oh yeah. <laughs> Orange with the black. That's mm -hmm. really cool, mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that was one of your earliest ones, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, that is definitely an early one. Yeah. yeah I love that. Yeah. Man, dude, I, yeah. instead of running out on all these galleries, I should just definitely have a <laughs> gallery at your house. Yeah, just come over to my house. Bring, yeah. bring, bring your latest artwork. Bring these ones. Mm -hmm. 
We're running out of space, though. That's the problem. We got to get a bigger house. That is a problem, too. You saw my studio in the back. Yeah, I've got no space. I can barely sit down. I've got so many paintings by my uh, my desk. Well, I'm surprised you haven't got any hung up on your walls here. Oh, see, that's the thing. Well, I got these two right here that I set up for the show. And um, there was three, but one sold uh, a couple weeks ago. Thank you, by the way, Fader, who bought that. And... Um, but uh, the thing is, it's just like my wife sees my work all the time and yeah. she's been seeing it for years and years and years. Yeah. Where this right here is her safe place. Okay. You know, her safe space, whatever. Like, so when she comes in here, she doesn't have to see any of that goddamn work. <laughs> but if she goes in the other room over there, hey, dude, it's it's a game over. There's yeah. a lot of paintings over there. So, yeah. And Faders, if you want to buy a painting, go down to the show notes, thespilting.com. My website's down there. Instagram's down there. Check it out. And uh, yeah, if you say fade on or something, I'll give you a little discount. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And I, I had the, the the girl with the record, right? Oh, you had record girl. I have a right. small one of the record girl, and then I have a larger one, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I love the small one. Do you remember that mm -hmm. one, too? Yeah, se she's sexy. Yeah, I think that one is from, I think I saw that at Gamuso. Maybe. Was it? Did yeah, you? probably was Gamuso. Yeah. And I yeah. saw it. The thing with his art is I, is I see it a couple of times. The first time I like it, maybe I don't have money with me or something. And then I'm like... Damn, I want to buy that. I want to. I want to support him, but I like his art too. Mm. So that's this time I contacted him. I said, "Hey, you still have those those two that I or the one that I saw at your art gallery show?" Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, the Mikans, the Mikans, yeah. right? We should show them later." But uh, yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's awesome, man. It's great. Yeah, break it's great out. to support local <laughs> artists here. Yeah, yeah, break. break them out. Why not? Can I bust them out. Yeah, dude, they're beautiful. They're um, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I explained the concept to you, so yeah. now you can explain it to the fader. You know, you're on the show because I want to support you and I want to support your <laughs> YouTube page, but we're talking about me. It's all right. I feel like Burt Kreischer. I love that. Is that cool? Yep. I love his. I love his use of colors and just the you know, the, the combinations of colors really jump out at you. And I love that. And you got another one in there too. It's kind of the he's got he's got like the father and son sort of thing going yeah, on he's this one and the other one do you want to show the other one to you all right so all right, you hold the father and i'll hold the son all right it's called father and son because it's father and he has a son yeah so that's the father mikan and this is the uh, son mikan and mikan is a tangerine in japan and uh basically my concept my my overall concept of the mikans is that minkan means or represents family in japan because in japan yeah in uh, at this time, at the end of the year, uh, the family in Japan, all the family members get together and stuff. Grandparents, uncles, brothers, cousins, or whatever. They all get together and they have like a pretty much like a three day meal, right? It's like yeah. they, they get together, they watch TV, and they just eat nonstop, yeah. you know. And the one thing that every single family in Japan has in common is oh yeah, I wrote you a little note. I wrote you a little note. Yeah, yeah, a little love letter. But um. I love it. Every family has mikans on their dinner table. Yeah, it's a staple of Japanese family. Yeah, the, the tradition. New, tradition. Yeah. yeah, Christmas, New Year's. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And so basically these families, they all get together and they talk about the past, the present, and the future, and everybody does it for three days and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. And 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 everybody eats everything. Some some families eat sushi, some families eat yakiniku, yakitori, yeah. maybe even ramen or whatever. Yeah. But the one thing everybody has is mikan. Yeah. So in my opinion, mikan represents family in Japan. So that's why I was painting Mikans. And um, cool. when you wanted to, I was like, oh, I got I got the perfect combo. I've got father and son, and that goes to you, man. You know, I'm gonna I'm so put, happy. I'm gonna put them up if I can. Yeah. My wife will let me put them up in our in the room where I shoot my YouTube videos. And hopefully, hopefully, if there's space, I don't know if there's space, but hopefully I'll have them and we'll talk about the YouTube in a minute. But yes. I might have them in the background of my YouTube shot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If I can. 
I'm not making any promises because it's it's got to there's got to be I don't know if there's enough space in there and it's got to be you know it's a room like this so we'll see but uh, it's a small room then yeah yeah it's my uh, my tatami it's got the the typical Japanese straw uh, mat in mm-hmm. there and um, yeah it's it's got the 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 uh, what do you call the paper windows you know mm-hmm. the traditional Japanese style windows so yeah, the shades mm-hmm. yeah it it just looks I, I like it because it looks very Japanese and mm-hmm. and even though I'm not doing it in Japanese my YouTube stuff it, it really is different than any other like music channel that you see on YouTube, you know, most Wait. of them are in a studio or something, right? Oh God. Yeah. I'm so jealous. I used to have yeah. a studio. Yeah. Ba- well, yeah. Back in the day when I was doing podcast, doing the pod- doing the show with like uh, another co-host, she had a, uh, a podcasting room. Oh, she no, had a huge is. house with like 20 rooms and stuff. And so there's yeah. like one room she dedicated to her videos nice. and um, yeah. So, and that was absolutely fantastic, you know, yeah. but um, yep, yep, yep. Now, now I'm in my little, my little studio, mm-hmm. which is comfortable. It's cozy. It's yeah. quaint. It's nice. It works. It you know, works. That's the trick. So that's the job. I'm yep. cool with it. And um, now I want to talk about your podcast, man. Okay. Oh yeah. We are drinking. Is this seasonal beer too? Or what is that? That's like. There's, God, I fucking love you, man. What? Yes, yes. Let's talk about the beers. We are drinking uh, the New Year's edition of Ebisu. You got to get some sponsorships from Ebisu. Ebisu, if you're out there. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I drink so much of this. Dude, their headquarters is right up the street, too. Yeah, I, Ebisu, right? Yeah. Yeah, they probably know me. They're like, well, oh, it's for, look at Johnny <laughs> drinking our beers. They don't need to sponsor you. Yes. Mm-hmm. They know you're going to buy their stuff anyway, but yeah. Yeah, it's free advertising for them. But that's cool. I love yep. Ebisu. They're great. Yeah, great. And I, I love the beer. I love the character too. Yeah, the Abisu character. Yeah, it's That's Mr. Cool. Abisu, and he's holding a fish for good luck. Yeah, no, I, okay. I just made that up. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Can you see that? <laughs> That's the funny thing about Japan. You can say anything you buy and want about it to like a foreigner, and they're like, really? Nobody knows. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, I guess. You know. <laughs> <laughs> if you Google it, it's in Japanese, so you can't read it anyway. So yeah, yeah. Unless you go to Reddit. Oh, Reddit. <laughs> Reddit. But anyway, I, I want to talk about you, man. All right. So, all right, Mike, I've known you for so many years, uh-huh. so many years, like well over 10 years. Yeah. And and you've always been an incredible musician. You've oh, you've been you. in so many great bands. Thank you've you. been in Stolen, uh, Instant Karma, and now the Lampshades. Wow. And um, yeah. You remember all the names. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember the solo stuff too. And that was yep. Mike. <laughs> yeah, just Mike. Just me. <laughs> you were the only one there. That's probably you. <laughs> hey, hey, some sometimes those are the best shows when yeah. you're the only one in the audience. You're like, man, this is the best so yeah but you've always been producing music and making music and stuff and your music's yeah. always been great and, oh, and i love i love when i loved it when you played the guitar and i love it even better now that you play the mandolin <laughs> oh, thanks and, yeah. and the mandolin you know you know the thing is i used to think that mandolin was like a baby guitar but i don't think it's a baby guitar i think it's its own instrument dude yeah. it is it's so dynamic and it makes so many just like really unique and special sounds and um, yeah. mm-hmm. and I, and i'm really surprised that more bands don't use the ma- no I, i'm su- i'm surprised that bands don't use the mandolin more yeah. Am I saying that correct? Yeah. God, we shouldn't yeah. have drank so much before the show. That was such a bad idea. That was all my idea. <laughs> That's always a good that was, idea. That was all my it's idea. It's a good like, idea. I see you so long. I know. The end of the year, new year, whatever. I don't know. Let's, let's get some beers. Yeah. And like, let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. Yeah. Why what not? a great idea. My home's right over here. Oh, God. Yeah. The thing is, um, you're right. And the mandolin, like, it's funny because I, you know, to make a long story endless. Yes. I picked up the man- mandolin in, oh, I guess, around 2016. And I've been playing guitar my, my whole life, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm a huge REM fan. 
Like, REM's great. Oh, REM's my favorite. They're my, my favorite band. Right. So, you know, Peter Buck from REM, he, he Losing My Religion. Uh, to be honest, that's not my favorite REM song, but I like it. Mm-hmm. And I like what he was doing. And it was it's like the only pop hit with a mandolin ever, right, that went to number one. So I thought, okay, that's cool. And I love Peter Buck's guitar playing. So I, I thought, all right, I, I'll, maybe I'll try this this mandolin instrument. Mm-hmm. So that around 2016, I went to a, a shop down here, and uh, actually it was in, in Shibuya, music shop, and I picked up the mandolin, and I had no idea what it was like. The tuning was totally the opposite of a guitar. It's like an upside-down guitar. So it's not E-B-G-D-A-E? No, it? it's G-D-A-E. It's the it's E A D G upside down from the highest to the low. Anyway, whatever. It's like an acronym. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so when I first picked it up in the music shop, I thought, ah, you know, I'm going to be able to play this. No problem. It's, it's like it's like I'm a fucking beginner. Like it's like yeah, okay, never mind. Not, you know, I, I can't play this instrument. But then I had a buddy in my band. Yeah, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love Rob. You remember Rob? Yeah, he's he's like an amazing man. I mean, he's been playing mandolin his whole life. Like he's that's what he does, right? Mm-hmm. So he was in my band, and I was standing. Literally, I was playing my guitar. This is instant karma, right? And, mm-hmm. and yep. he was like right there playing. And the sound from his mandolin was so sweet. Like the instrument is like so honey. beautiful. Yeah, like honey, right? So I thought, man, I got to learn how to play that. So he showed me a couple of chords on mm-hmm. it. And I thought, oh, okay. Well, when you, once you understand it's just an upside down guitar, okay, well, you just reverse. You kind of can reverse the chords mm-hmm. and play. And so I... Pe- the, so I didn't have a mandolin at that point. So then I ordered one. Mm-hmm. I ordered one from Amazon or something. And it bad was like, idea. Th- yeah, bad idea. It was like $60. Bad and, idea. And it comes and it's like, oh my God, what the fuck is that? And the strings were literally like that far off the neck. Like you couldn't even push the strings down, right? Without killing your fingers. Oh no. So I was, and I thought, yeah, okay, maybe I can't do this. So then I was going to a gig mm-hmm. and, and with, the, with the band and I stopped at a music shop in Shinjuku and I mm-hmm. saw a mandolin hanging on the wall. And I thought, Okay, this is like five hundred dollars, but I'm I'm gonna get it. I tried it; it was awesome. I could play it. Mm-hmm. So I, what I did was I took one of my old guitars and I traded, mm-hmm. and I got a couple hundred dollars off, and I bought it. And the thing was really good. Mm-hmm. And I taught myself how to play over the you know the, the course of two or three years. And then mm-hmm. now I have an even better mandolin. That's that's really nice. But it, it just basically, if you have an idea of music, if you know how to play the, if you can play lead guitar, mm-hmm. you can pick up mandolin because you know the the theory and the scales are all the same. Mm-hmm. It's just upside down, right? So you just got to think like Jimi Hendrix did when he flipped the right handed guitar over the left. Mm-hmm. Like he, Jimi Hendrix could play right handed. Upside down, right? Mm-hmm. He could take a or no, he could he take could a right-handed play guitar behind his back. He could play with his teeth. That right. guy, he, was he could like, do anything. I'm surprised they didn't call him the octopus. Yeah, no, he would take a right-handed guitar and flip it left, mm-hmm. and so it's upside down. He could play it that way too, mm-hmm. right? So it's that's what the but the mandolin doesn't. It's it's fun and it it really sounds sweet. And I like in the last few years. I've got a bunch of guitars in my in my room, and I'm, I don't even play them much anymore. And my, my wife's like, "Why don't you sell some of these off? Get some else." You know, it's like selling your kids, right? Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. And then you know they have you know my guitars all have so many great memories. Yeah, like from playing at gigs, yeah. you, you know, you know, playing at the Knob or playing you know at Dickens or playing at some of the places around here. I, I remember. Dickens. Yeah, I remember. Dickens. I used that guitar at that gig and this mm-hmm. guitar. So you can't really sell them off, right? You can't. No, but I. I don't I don't really play the guitar so much anymore. And now I'm in a band, a new band, Lampshade, where mm-hmm. I just play the mandolin. Mm-hmm. But we do rock songs. Yeah. Right. We do the cure. 
Yeah, we do the cure. We I do, love that, dude. It's so cool. We do Pearl Jam. Right? Yeah. We do uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm -hmm. Like what we do is we take songs and fuck them up. But by by fucking them up, I mean we just we try to do something different. Because mm -hmm. I don't I just don't want to be in a simple cover band. I mean, that's boring, whatever. If you if you like that, that's fine. But I want to do something different as an artist. I was I want to be creative. Absolutely. And even if I'm playing cover tunes. I feel you know playing them in a different way with a mandolin is more creative, right? Mm -hmm. So I can mm -hmm. come up with slightly different parts. Mm -hmm. So that's what we do with Lampshade. And we have, yeah, I mean, it's been fun, but we've been, we've gone through some lineup changes. So we're just, we're waiting to get out and play again. We're hopefully 2024, we'll be back. We'll do some of your events and we'll play. I've got a play. whole, yeah. I got a whole slew of events that yeah. need, that need bands. So mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. If you want to play a knob or a gamuso that's opening up, 110%. Right. Oh, yeah. oh, be careful putting this down. Yeah, oh, sorry. This, this microphone is, is this microphone picks up everything, right. dude. Sorry, man. You, yeah. No, 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 no. Don't be sorry. Don't yeah. be sorry. Yeah, I should have told you that earlier. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, you know, your, your bands are always, always really awesome. And this, oh, this new one, Lampshade, is really great. And I, I love the mandolin. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the mandolin. So, mm -hmm. all right, power chords. I understand yep. power chords is like one finger here, two fingers that, okay, right. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm obviously not a guitar player, but I know power chords. So, but you, but you can play, like you, you know how to play, right? I know you need sort a of. pick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but so a mandolin would be like two on the top, one on the bottom uh, like that, or would it be like upside down? Like we're no, you, the power you, chord, the, the lower notes would be lower or. No, when you like, you still when you put a finger down like that on a guitar or mandolin, it's called a bar chord, right? You're bar, you're barring across the neck. Okay. So with a guitar bar chord, it'd be these fingers would be in one configuration. The yep. mandolin, it would be in like a different, just a different configuration. But the bar is always there uh -huh. to hold down, you know, all the notes. And uh -huh. then the, the the way you put these fingers is it's hard to it, with without my mandolin here, it's hard to to just I explain. can kind of get it though. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, and it's just uh, like a G chord on the guitar. You know how to make it open G, right? Yeah, I know. How to you do have G. the two down at the at the top, and then you have one down at the bottom, right? Yeah. Whereas with the mandolin, put those two down there, and this one at the top. That's what I mean. So those oh, two go to the, so the, to the bottom of it. Yeah. So it's just ups an upside down G. But um, doesn't that mess with your mind? No, nah, man, it's you know, it's fun. It's just like really it, wow. It's trying dude. to come up. Yeah, it's trying to figure out. It's like a puzzle. You know, it's like mm. it's like a Rubik's cube. You're trying to figure it out. I can't do the Rubik's cube. Forget that. Forget that analogy. But you know, it's just trying to figure it's like out Monopoly. Well, it's like, it's like Monopoly. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like with like with art, like you you're always trying to strive to get better and to to improve. And I I yeah. kind of reached a, a level of guitar where. I, you know, I wasn't, I don't think, I, I don't think I would have got much better. I was at that one level, but with mandolin, it's, mm -hmm. it just takes you into new directions and new, it's, it's fun. And, and the sound, like, I don't play traditional mandolin. Like I'm not really into bluegrass or country music that much. Um, yeah. So I'm playing rock songs with it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did with the YouTube channel. I mean, I thought, okay, well, you let's talk, talk about the YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. all right. All right, well, I kind of interrupted you. I'm sorry about that. But please continue. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. So that's what, you know, so I was playing the mandolin. And I basically learned by watching YouTube videos yeah. from traditional mandolin players, you know, playing the old old Americana music mm -hmm. or the old mm -hmm. bluegrass stuff. And I thought, okay, well, that's cool. I like some of that stuff. But I'm mm -hmm. not really into all of that. What about rock songs? Mm -hmm. So I found there was a couple of people doing the occasional rock song, mm -hmm. like um, uh, Steve Earle, A Copperhead Road. Mm -hmm. You know that song? That's mandolin, right? Or or Losing My Religion. You know, there's mm -hmm. a few, or even some Led Zeppelin. Like there's um, a couple off Led Zeppelin 4 
going to California um, is one. You yeah. know, Jimmy Page, John Paul Jones, they played mandolin on that album. So I thought, okay, that's great. They're individual lessons. But there was no real website dedicated to rock and pop songs on the mandolin. And I thought, mm-hmm. hey, here's here's a niche. I could maybe find find a niche there and, and maybe I can... Yeah, I can make a, a YouTube channel and somebody will, you know, a few people will watch it. <laughs> maybe few. 10 people will watch it. <laughs> a few. Maybe just like that bit in Japan. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah. So, I've, and what it does is, you know, the main thing for me with it is it just, it forces me to learn new songs. Mm-hmm. And that, in, in turn, you know, the, for the band, I use some of them for the band, but also for just improving your technique. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to learn an instrument is learn songs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it takes me several hours to figure out a tune. Mm-hmm. Like this week, I, I just did a Runaway Train by a Soul Asylum. Remember? Runaway Train. Remember that song? That's a great... going back. Yeah, I love that song, man. <laughs> I don't know why I hadn't done it before, but I, I worked it out this week and my uh-huh. wife's like, wow, that sounds really nice on the mandolin. Like, yeah, because it's... It's got that acoustic guitar sound. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, I figured that out for the Mando, and I made mm-hmm. a video, and I'm going to post it. It'll be up next week. But, um, yeah, I mean, that, so that, that for me, it's just, an, and I like the editing part, too. You like, like editing? Yeah, I like editing. Nobody likes editing. No. Oh, I man. I do. I, I like it because I don't do a lot of it. I'm, I uh-huh. only do one video every every couple of weeks, right? So I'm not, uh-huh. I'm not, if I did it every day mm. as my job, then uh-huh. I wouldn't, yeah, you're right. I, I'd hate it. But just being creative with it and fucking mm. around with the with the dissolves and all that, uh-huh, it's fun, uh-huh. you know? And then, uh, and trying to get the sound good. Mm. So yeah, we do that. And then I, yeah, I just, I love it. It's, it's a lot of fun and it's a creative kind of thing to do, mm-hmm. the YouTube channel. And people seem to like it. Like you were saying, one of your friends picked up the mandolin because he saw one of my videos, right? So Okay, all right. True story. So <clears throat> I was talking to one of my friends, and he's a guitar player, and he's in a band. And uh, he's he's like one of my friends that's not friends with any of my other friends, you know? So anyway, I'm talking to him. And um, for some reason, like, I, I recommended that like uh, he does like a guitar, like uh, maybe like teaches the guitar like on YouTube or something. I was like, oh, you should do this. My friend, he's got a, the, the same thing that he does for the mandolin, you know? And he's like, mandolin, what's a mandolin? And I explained the mandolin and stuff. And he's like, he's like, oh, really? And then I was like, yeah, yeah, check out Mike's YouTube page. And I sent it to him and then he bought a mandolin and he started learning how to play the mandolin by watching your videos. That's so great. Isn't that crazy? That's the best. And also he's like, I love Mike. I'm like, I love Mike too. (laughs) Everybody loves Mike. I want to meet him sometime. No, that's- (laughs) You should, yeah, he's great, yeah. Well, that's the ultimate compliment, right? And Mm -hmm. it's the same with me when I was learning. Mm -hmm. You know, I I would send a text to some guy who's got a or girl who's got a YouTube channel I would say mm-hmm. thanks very much I'm, I'm learning from you and it, you know it's always you know it's like a shared thing people pass music is passed along right mm-hmm. and and musical skills or whatever are passed along mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. I'm so happy to hear that like that's yeah great. I'm glad you told me that that's cool but yeah. I get other people saying that as well or they just they just got a mandolin for Christmas I kind of wanted one I was yeah. a bad boy this year yeah but <laughs> Well, there's two things. Yeah. Either somebody, then they always text me, right? There's one, either they just got a mandolin for their birthday or for Christmas or mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. and they want to learn how to play, or and they don't want to play bluegrass or whatever. They want to play rock songs that they yeah. know. Or number two, they've this is really cool mm-hmm. that their father or their grandfather had a mandolin mm-hmm. and it's in the in the attic mm-hmm. or it's in their house and they want to learn to play it. 
And one guy a while ago, he said, well, his grand- beautiful. Yeah, his grandfather had passed away uh, and had left this really nice mandolin mm-hmm. in their house, in the attic or whatever, and kind of nobody was using it, nobody's playing it. Mm-hmm. So this guy said, I want to learn how to play it. It's kind of because I'm interested, but also because, you know, to honor my grandfather too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, that's really neat. So he said, you know, he was, again, learning some songs from my channel that he liked, you know, um, because he wasn't really into the, the traditional country stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so I thought, wow, I mean, again, you, you can help people reconnect with their family or you can just help them come up with a new hobby or whatever, you know, like, it's that's fun. beautiful, man. Yeah, that's a great yeah, story. Man, that's that, fantastic. That's, that's, that would bring me to tears. I'm like, <laughs> don't <laughs> cry, Johnny. Instrument, don't cry. <laughs> but, you know, people are always asking me, oh, how much money do you make? What you know, I, I don't do YouTube for the money. It's you not know? for the money. No. Dude, trust me, podcasting is not for the exactly. money. Exactly. <laughs> I've been doing this since 2009, dude. If I, if I actually thought about how much money I've spent <laughs> on booze, and uh, and hosting and all that other stuff. And time, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, and then and then how much money I've actually made? Oh boy, yeah, I've made. No, I'm in debt. I'm in the red. I'm in the dark. I'm in the purple. Yeah. Wait, would the purple be close to the black? Right. I'm in. I'm in. You're pink, in painter. Pink. I don't know. <laughs> I'm in pink. I'm beyond red. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like Ed, my accountant's pissed. <laughs> but I will say mm. on YouTube, you do get a lot of free shit. Like when you get up, you know, when you get your subscribers up to whatever level, then companies reach out to you and they want you to promote their or no try. No way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got like. What's going on, man? <laughs> I should get, somebody send me some booze. Yeah. Or, or cigarettes or something. Yeah, we'll be sponsored here. Yeah, but, or, uh, well, actually, I I downgraded to support. No, I didn't downgrade. I, I side graded to Sapporo. Sapporo. I love Sapporo. Sapporo's good. So, yeah, I mean, it, I've had, you know, I've reached out to a couple of companies and I've said to them, here's my channel. Can I try out your pedals or your effects or whatever? No. And they'll send them to me for nothing and I keep them, right? No way. Yeah. Or I've even had companies reach out to me out of the blue and say, hey, we got this product. Do you want to try it? I think we think it would work for your audience. And it's like, yeah, send it to me. Where am I messing up? ah. (laughs) So, yeah. So actually, I had this one product that they sent me from uh, the States, from California, and it was a really cool um, little effect that you can use. It's like a little, you know, a stomp box that a guitarist might use. But you can use it for YouTube videos to slow, to, like if you're learning a song, let's say, you want to learn a solo, uh-huh. right? Your YouTube video, you, 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 you know, if I'm learning it from YouTube, I can I have to click back with your mouse or whatever and go mm-hmm. back and back. And it's it's a real pain in the ass. It is. YouTube does have a, a slow down function, right? Does it? Yeah, where you can slow down the video. But this pedal mm-hmm. actually lets you put a loop, right? You can start it at the point you want to learn and and out, you know, at the end of the solo, loop it and slow it down, like, like you know, half speed. And you can just go over note by note. That's how I learn a lot of the solos that I play is, is just by that, like, do, 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 right? And then you can speed it up and speed it up. What? And then you can learn the next part. I mean, it's it ta- it's painstaking sometimes, but it's this pedal is like is like gold, and it's and you actually you can use it with your feet. You can play and it's a pedal. And it's a pedal, right? I it's usually have it on my Put the desk. Pedal to the metal. Put the pedal to the metal. So I mean, they send shit like that to you, and so I, I did a well, basically what you do is just do a video for them. And now you know when you think about it, like this pedal costs two hundred dollars, but to do a, to do a pro video, yeah. that would cost a thousand dollars. Yeah. So for me to do a video for them, I'm actually giving them more value than they've sent me, really. And if people watch the video, if I get a thousand people watching it, Mm -hmm. maybe a few people buying the pedal, they they get their money back, right? That is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 
But it's funny because I've had some pedals and some effects that they've sent me. Some people sent me that I didn't like. <laughs> and, and Oh, I, no. So I do a video for it. And then I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, I can't rip them. But I tell them, yeah, okay, well, this is all right. Yeah, And so you, you got to kind of walk around. The, you know, you got to walk the fine line or or send it back. And I haven't yeah. actually sent one back yet. But I had a couple of couple of things that didn't really work. That weren't really good, but anyway, it's that's life. But I'm trying to my my the the holy grail is I want Gibson. Oh, the, I want Gibson to send me a mandolin, right? Gibson mandolins. Gibson makes mandolins. Gibson was Johnny. You don't know this. Gibson was originally called the Gibson Mandolin Company. What? It was their first instrument. Gibson was started <laughs> building mandolins in in Michigan, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo, Michigan. And they started by building mandolins in the 1800s, the late 1800s or early 1900s, I believe. And then they started, and the mandolin actually was really popular in America at that time. Wow. Right? Yeah, there were mandolin orchestras and stuff, right? And then they started make, making guitars. And But the Gibson mandolin is like the, the holy grail. You know, and if it's it's still considered one of the best mandolins out there, and they still make them. You know, they have mandolins that sell for nineteen thousand dollars. They're top. Are they made of gold? <laughs> they should be. <laughs> Their top end mandolin sell. No, sorry, it's nineteen thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. No way. Yeah, I'm not, You're right, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Wait, if if it's Gibson, I'm surprised it's like like nineteen thousand and six hundred and sixty six sixty six. Yeah, that's yeah, metal, dude. Metal. Gibson's known for metal. Yeah, but I, I I'm not gonna get one of those ones. But if they'll send me one of their lower model, lower end models, like the five thousand dollar one, uh, maybe that's a low. I, that's I, the I'm, low end. Yeah. I'm obviously not gonna play the mandolin anytime. Sorry, soon. it's five ninety nine six six six. No, that's that's yen. Yeah, yeah, that's in yen. If it was yen, I could afford it. But oh, man. so I've actually been in contact with them, and I've talked to them, and they're aware of my channel, and they're saying, "Yeah, okay, we're aware of you, whatever." But maybe they're waiting for me to to get a little bit more subscribers or whatever before they actually. You have a lot. How many subscribers do you have? You don't mind me asking. Over thirteen thousand. Over thirteen thousand. That's yeah. pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. After I got paid to Japan, you might go up a couple. <laughs> Literally a thirteen thousand and two. Literally a couple. Yeah, our our audio, our audio is amazing. Yeah, but uh, video, most people don't really care to watch me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm an ugly duckling. No, but uh, yeah, but faders. Yeah, if you're, I mean, if you, if you really want to check us out, go to the YouTube page. We're doing videos. We're actually live right now on YouTube and stuff. So that's that's totally cool. And thank yeah. you so much for watching us on YouTube. And for all you audio guys out there that are driving to school, work, or whatnot. Hey, man, I love you. We love you. So we much. love you. We, we love, love you. you. We love you. And now that I'm kind of faded, I really love you. Yeah. But I'm not going to go Burke Kreischer and take off my shirt. <laughs> I'm talking that's about good. a lot. That's good. Thing. It is a good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Talking a lot about Burke Kreischer. I saw this uh, special again. Do you know Burke Kreischer is? No, who's that? He's uh, a comedian, a stand-up comedian. Um, he takes off his shirt. He does stand-up. He talks a lot about his family, and he tells stories. He was uh, kidnapped by the, the Russian mafia when he was in college or something. Okay. <laughs> kind of kidnapped, I guess. I don't know. He, yeah, yeah. But great guy, super cool, very lovable. I had him on the podcast along, oh, like, okay. yeah. in 2013, I had him on the podcast. Yeah, and, and um, yeah, That's super, cool. oh, super awesome guy, super awesome guy. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I love that guy to the the end of time. Is he American or where's he from? He's American. He's from um, 
he's from Florida, I think. I think he's from Tampa. Okay. But now he lives in Los Angeles. He, do you know Joe Rogan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. one of Joe Rogan's friends. He's uh, on the Joe Rogan podcast every so often. All the time, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Love you, Bert. I support you always. <laughs> but I'm not taking off my shirt. Well, you mentioned the faders. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you don't mind if I borrow that? Do you? Because our our band sure. is called Lampshade, so I want to call our our fans if we had any. Once we get some, we can call them. I got you. I want to call them shaders, right? Kim? Shaders, shaders. Yeah, absolutely. Faders, call them shaders. shaders. Yeah, they it's similar, but it's different, man. Yeah, shaders. I mean, if you call them faders too, that's cool. Yeah, no problem. Faders or shaders. <laughs> yeah. So the new band's called Lampshade, and uh, mm. and hopefully uh, we'll get out there and play some gigs in in twenty twenty four. We're looking forward to it because awesome. We have one hundred percent. You will. You will. You definitely will. I'll definitely book you. Thanks, man. Because we have a really great. I mean, the band is really good. The the vocalist mm-hmm. Cameron, he's awesome. Like he's a great singer. Cameron's fantastic. Yeah, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And we have a Japanese guy, uh, Hiro, who plays a uh, a cajon, which is like a beatbox, right? Mm-hmm. Not he's a drummer, but he plays the beatbox. Is that what it's called? A cajon. It's called the ca- ca- cajon. Why is it called the cajon? Cajon, I guess, from Spanish. I, I don't is it Spanish? Is it yeah. Spanish? It's not cajones. It's cajon. He's yeah. got big cajones. He's got a big cajon. <laughs> He's got two of them. So it's cajones. Cajones. And then, <laughs> don't mess with him. Don't mess with him. He's beating on that, too. He's beating on his cajones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the jokes ensue. All right. And, and okay, and carry on. Sorry. And we, and we just picked up this uh, guitar player, French guy. And uh, he's he's really good. He's a he's a pro. He's a pro guitar player, and he's mm-hmm. he just stepped in. So we're looking to get get going. I want to get going. I want to play. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Well, I'll, I'm definitely going to book you. I've got uh, two events lined up in March. Uh, the first two weeks on Fridays, you can totally have, have both of those if you want. I need yeah. bands um, because of Corona. So many bands broke up. You know, so yeah. it's kind of hard to find bands sometimes. Especially within, like, if I have a couple of big like, events happening, like, um, like uh, one week after another week after another week and stuff. It's tough. But, um, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And now that Gamuso is open, yeah, that's going to be super cool. Gamuso yeah. is always a lot of fun. Yeah, I love that place. I mean, it, I, many stories from there. Uh, played there many times, different uh, configurations. And one time I told you this, right? I, I was playing, I'm sta- the stage is really tiny and there was a room that went up to the top. It was like the, the green room or whatever, right? On the next floor up. Kind of VIP, but whatever. VIP room. It's where the bands, you know, would store their gear or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so uh, people would have to walk right by you on the stage mm-hmm. the narrow little area mm-hmm. and then go up the staircase mm-hmm. so i was standing on that side of the side of the stage we're playing mm-hmm. and i've got this is i'm playing guitar and we've got you know i got my little pedal board mm-hmm. there and i had a beer i I'd, I'd stupidly it was my fault i'd put a beer over on a stand across from this little walk path whatever mm-hmm. and so of course somebody walked by and knocked the beer down and the beer spilled half of it Mainly spilled right on my pedals. Are you serious? Because yeah. Gamuso had huge pints. Yeah, the, the, one of those pints, and it was spilled all lot. over the floor and a lot, a lot of it on my pedals. And I thought, oh man, I'm going to get electrocuted here. Yeah, and it's true, right? Yeah, because there's all these wires and, and you know, no, it's fine. I just cleaned it all up, but that was like, uh, but that's a, another Gamuso story. But that's There's the thing. It was it was like a really intimate mm-hmm. place to play. And mm-hmm. people were packed into that room mm-hmm. and usually had art on the walls. And that, I think that's why I first saw your art, right? Probably, probably. That, that's, yeah. where, that's one of the first places I exhibited at Gamuso. Yeah. yeah. Was it the first? It, it might have been one of the first. Yeah, definitely one of the first. Well, it was a great little space because it was a shared, it was music and art and people hanging out. It was it was really fun. And and when it closed, I was really sad, you know. Yeah, everybody was. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I'm so glad that Pee Wee bought it. And uh, Pee Wee, Pee Wee, Pee Wee was the uh, head bartender of Gamuso. And uh, he, like when Corona happened, he moved and uh, Gamuso closed or whatever. The owner closed it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, um, uh, which I'm called the owner of the building was trying to find somebody to buy or rent Gamuso or redo it or something like that. So he reached out to Pee Wee. I think I, I think this is the story. I could be wrong. Sorry, Pee Wee. And um, but anyway, he got in contact with Pee Wee or vice versa. And uh, Pee Wee wound up buying Gamuso. And um, yeah, so Pee Wee's bringing it back. So uh, yeah, the good times are gonna roll again. Yeah. Um, I, I bartended there for years. Yeah. Yeah. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah. How can you not know that? I don't remember. You don't remember? I was me probably bar- drunk. I was drunk. You were definitely drunk. I was there I was- like every sometimes Fridays, always Saturdays, and then Sundays from 2011 to I think. 2011 to 2013, at least two years I bartended there. I don't remember much. You don't remember much? Oh my God. I'm glad I'm drinking the last the, the beer. Pi- the pints were big. Yeah. <laughs> the pints were big. Well, you remember, well, everybody's got a Gamuso story, and I'm glad you remember yours. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, Gamuso's, the Gamuso's fantastic. I'm so glad it's opening again, I'm but not, I'm not going to work there. Mm. You're not going to work there anywhere? No. So it's too far away. Yeah. Pee Wee, and who was the, the Japanese lady that worked there too? Miho. Miho, yeah. Yeah. Miho was, she was um, great. Yeah. yeah. She worked there for ages, and then there's like actually another girl that worked there. What was mm-hmm. her name? The Miho plays music. Miho. Right? Oh, Miho yeah. p- plays the accordion. The accordion. Right? Yeah, yeah, she's, she's good. very talented. Very good. Yeah. Actually, you know, I mean, oh, she lives so far away now. I think she lives in Nico. She does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She um, moved in with her parents or something. I, I guess to take care of them or something. Oh, okay. Probably a little bit too much personal stuff. We probably shouldn't talk about it. I thought she was, wasn't she married? I thought she was, but maybe not. I don't know. I, I saw her at, uh, whatchamacallit, um, uh, one of her friend's bands, uh, Viawat, mm-hmm. they they have like a huge, huge festival every year and stuff. And I went to uh, the festival and actually I was painting at the festival and uh, Miho was there. All of a sudden I get this little punch in my back and I was like, ah, I look over and there's Miho. And she's like, hey, what's up, Johnny? And I'm like, ah, she's, she's yeah. yeah, she's yeah. adorable. Yeah. Adorable with, I mean, because she, she plays the accordions, like her, her yeah. fists and her arms are all strong and shit. So she punches you, she can knock you the F out. You know, <laughs> what was that? They did like a Russian klezmer kind of band. Remember that? It it was so they were so good. It was uh like Russian Jewish music. Yeah, or gypsy jazz or something, something like that. Eastern yeah. European kind of I really love that. Yeah, yeah, they were I love that great. St- I they love that great. stuff. Yeah, especially live. It's it's so good. Live music is the best. That's yeah. why I love organizing mm-hmm. events. I love organizing events. And and I don't do it for the money because there is none. But um, I, I do it because it's just like I mean, you just get to see so many bands, and yeah. the, and like the, the thing is like when you see a band perform, I mean, there's real real magic in it. Even if yeah. even if it's a band that kind of sucks, mm-hmm. seeing them when they suck is awesome because you know they're only going to get better. Yeah. And then you can say, hey, I remember when they used to suck, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So and play, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like people say to me, why do you still want to play live? I mean. Actually, my brother. Why said, would somebody say that or ask yeah. that? My, my my brother said that to me, and my brother can play the drums. He's a drummer, and uh, he's given it up. I mean, he still has drums in his house, but in Canada, I still have my turntables. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, DJ, yeah. right? So he like he said to me, he said, "Why why do you play music still? And aren't you aren't you know, why why are you still doing that? Why not? I mean, to me, like a musician isn't somebody who gets paid to play music. 
A musician is someone who lives to play music mm. and who wants to play music, whether they get paid or not. And it's nice to get a bit of money sometimes. But yeah. to me, I don't play for the money. I just play because I love it. And I want to mm. keep, uh, you know, as you said, like you get out on the scene and you're and you're interacting with people and the energy. Right. It's yeah. the energy. You feed off that energy. You do. Yeah. And it's really just, do. there's nothing like playing live music. I mean, it's great. And so I still want to want to do it as long as I can. And uh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, I got, I got my brother back playing. And last time I went back home. Is he playing the mandolin because of your YouTube videos? No, no, he's playing the drums again, you know? <laughs> and so it was so funny because we go over there and my mom, God love my mom, she's 83 mm. years old. So she, uh, we were at my brother's house. He's got a nice house in, in the Toronto area, right? So Love Toronto. Yeah, we're down in his basement. Yeah, Toronto. Toronto. So yeah, you got to say it the way Torontonians say it. It's Trana. Is that true? T apostrophe R-A-N-A. Trana. I'm from Trana. Trana? Trana. Yeah. Don't say Toronto. Then we know you're you're a visitor. Oh, dude, they know I'm a vi- dude. Like I've, I've been going to Toronto since I was a little Toronto since I was a little kid. It's like people saying Detroit, right? <laughs> Actually, it's Ville de Trois. Ville de Trois. Ville de Trois. French name is it? It, it is, is French. Yeah. Oh, you speak French. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Canadians always know a little French. <laughs> that's what I can say in Spanish. It's okay. Habla español. Habla español. No, I'm joking. That means do you speak Spanish? No, I love it. no, I, I should be able to speak Spanish. Half my family's Spanish. Or really? Mex- Mexican, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, my brothers and sisters. So what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so my brother. So last time we went home, we went back. We went back, and so we're in my brother's basement, and and I, I, I'd taken my mandolin back, and I thought, okay, let's, I said, let's jam. I'm going to come back, and I want to jam with you. That's so, so cool. So he, he hooked up with an old mm-hmm. buddy of his who was a bass player, singer. He came over. And a guitar player, and we had a jam session. And my poor old mom was sitting in the basement. She's and 80 years she's old. She's 83, and she's listening to me with pling, pling, pling on the mando and the guitar. And all of a sudden, my brother's like, <laughs> like we're doing like Sweet Child of Mine, right? No. And he hits the cymbals, and my brother's like, ah! <laughs> I'm going to have a heart attack. She nearly died, yeah. So, but it was fun. And then I got Corona from him on that visit. That was the time I got Corona. That's how you got yeah, Corona. When I was jamming with him. Everybody's all of us got, got a Corona it. story. Yeah, all of us got it except. The guitar player, because no, the bass player, because he was standing at the other end of the room. But the three of us were all in the back of the room sharing a so mic. We, yeah, we all got Corona. But anyway, that's. Did your mom get Corona? She did. Corona. Yeah, and she was fine. Yeah, I gave my grandmother Corona too. You gave your grandmother Corona? Yeah, I oh, kissed her. Is she okay? Was she okay? No, I didn't kiss. Well, I okay. probably did kiss her. Yeah. No, 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 no. When I went back to the states, like, yeah. all right. So, all right. As I told you before, I got the jab three times, right? Yeah. And after I got the jab three times, I was like, "Fuck mass! I'm never gonna get Corona again. This is great." And then I go to America, yeah, again, yeah. and then well, it was two weeks later, and then I was in America, and I got Corona, and I gave it to my dad, my wife, my oh, grandma, oh. And my I think my grandma is ninety. Something. something yeah 90 something but she's feisty yeah. she's feisty she's 90 something and she's the kind of person that like if you come to her door and you try to sell her something she'll open they're like hello and there's somebody be like oh i'm selling vacuum cleaner she goes fuck off and then she'll shut the door <laughs> no i'm joking she's a saint but um well kind of she, she she's pretty tough nice she's tough yeah she'll be tough tough as nails yeah. My mom's like that too. I mean, she's had like six jabs or something. So six she, jabs. she had, she had, you know, she was 83. Yeah. And she had the least effect of corona. Like she didn't even have sniffles. She, actually, she didn't even know she had it. She took, she took the test and it was positive. Uh-huh. But she was fine. She had no fever, no sniffles because she's been jabbed to the, to the hilt. But I, I to me, it wasn't much either. <laughs> she's but, so tough. She's like, 
I don't yes. get Corona. Yeah. Bring on this. I get Corona me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Corona gets me. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. So, but anyway, she was fine. So, to make a long story endless, again, um, we're yeah, we jam, we're jamming. So my brother's now back playing his mm. drums. That's awesome. And now he realizes, oh yeah, I like this. This is fun again. You know, so he's like the Johnny Appleseed of music. Well, you you never like once you're a musician or a DJ or whatever. It's, it's been, I, I was a DJ. It's in your blood, right? Yeah, yeah. And a it, lifetime ago. It is. I mean, and you never want to give it up. Mm. I mean, and so I, for me, I'll just keep playing until they, you know, I can't anymore or whatever, until I physically can't, you know. But uh, mm. yeah, so it was doing gigs and stuff, we'd love to. And uh, yeah, we want to get out. We want to play. There's, I got a great story for you. I'm, I'm terrible at drinking. I, I, I'm terrible with whiskey. Whiskey kills me. We're getting whiskey later. Yeah, whiskey kills me. We're getting so, whiskey later. Yeah, well, when we say kills you, what do you mean? Like, Oh, uh, it just, it just, I get silly. And I, I guess. We're getting I, whiskey. I guess I'm on the ground. And, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a real mess. So, yeah. So one of the first parties I had with this band Lampshade was at Cameron's house mm. and he's barbecuing here in Tokyo. He's got a nice little house. And so we're, um, he brings, he's got the really, he's Scottish. Mm-hmm. So he's got all this beautiful scotch, oh, right? Yeah. Really nice scotch. So he, he was, feed, he, he was feeding me the scotch, right? And I'm drinking, I'm getting mm. more and more pissed. And um, at that point, our guitar player said uh, he'd met a girl in Nagoya and he was leaving the band. Right. And I had to move to Nagoya, which is several hours away. And we're like, the band had just gotten like to the level where we're going to get out and play. And I was so upset and I'm pissed. Right. And I'm like, I started crying. I was like, we're not getting whiskey. I just want to play. I, I want to play. Ah. And I'm like, and they just teased the shit out of me ever since. Are you, you know? serious? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like falling on the ground. Dude, dude look at my little Jaja. Look how pissed off she looks. Oh, she's cute. No, she's adorable. But look at those eyes. That's the grumpy face. That's grumpy yeah, cat. Well, I got to yeah. give her dinner. Yeah. I, I owe her dinner like an hour ago. But the thing is, it's just like, yeah, she's pissed. She heard that story. She goes, you cried? <laughs> yeah. So in front of your band? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they never. And I've That's never, a golden rule. I've never man. heard the end of it. Like, they. they they tease me every time there's a new guy in the band they tell them that story about me with whiskey you know so don't get mike drinking the whiskey you know yeah no we're not gonna do that yeah i don't need that kind of a podcast so no. oh man i can drink japanese sake no problem and i can drink anything else but mm. for some reason whiskey and i just i like whiskey yeah but if, if i drink too much of it that's that's the end of me yeah. okay well, yeah. well we won't do that well everybody's got that one drink that you can't drink you know i mean yeah for me, cheap cheap tequila, nah, I stay away from that. If, I, if I'm going to drink tequila, I'm going to drink the good stuff, good right? Stuff, yeah. Unless it's a tequila shot and somebody bought it and then you kind of have to or whatever. But it's just like, I mean, if, if I ever am in the mood for tequila, yo, I'll I'll, I'll pay up. You yeah. know, I'm like, yo, um, I feel like getting some tequila tonight and oh. uh, I'm going to get a good a good shot or a good bottle or a good tequila drink. Yeah. You got to have the worm in the bottom, right? That's no, 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 no. You don't do the worm in the bottom of the tequila? No, 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 no. no. That, that, that's like an old tradition and they no. do that just for like a... Really weird, cheap tequila. I think they do that from a scale a little bit, actually. But anyway, yeah. Have you ever had the uh, Okinawan sake with the with the snake in it? The habu habu sake, habu shu. It's called. Uh, habu is a it's a viper mm-hmm. that lives in Okinawa. It's a mm-hmm. poisonous snake, mm-hmm. and they have this form of Japanese or Okinawan sake mm-hmm. that's called habu shu, mm-hmm. right? And they have an actual dead snake in the jar, and people take sips of this. I tried it. You tried it? Oh, it's nasty. Like, it's about as nasty as you can imagine. It's yeah. terrible. And, I, and actually, my wife and I, when we were in Okinawa, we just tried a little, tiny little sip of it. 
Oh, that's like one of the worst things I've ever tasted. But Ugh. yeah, the, just think about it. there's a dead snake mm-hmm. in the in the bottle. Yeah. But they actually over at a Lighthouse, the pub or in the area where I live, she mm-hmm. has a bottle of it there with the snake in it. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool, but I'm not going to. It looks great. It yeah, looks fantastic. It's great. Yeah. I did the same thing with Scorpion. Scorpion? Yeah, Scorpion. Yeah. I was in. Um, wow. I was at uh, I was at Jesse's Bar and uh, I'll call it Jesse's Bar is like a, a tattoo studio art gallery bar that's owned by my my buddy Jesse and um was an amazing artist I love you Jesse and um I was there and uh I had like a little show there and stuff when I was in Paris the last time and um anyway I was I was drinking wine and beers and just having a wonderful time and Jesse's like he pulls on this bottle he's like Johnny I got this in uh, Japan I really want to drink it with you and everybody and it was like a bottle that had a scorpion in it and I said Dude, right now I am fucking drunk. I am. I am fucking. I'm. 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 I'm so on the edge right now, and I don't want to go over. And I know if I have that shot, it's gonna push me over. And I'm, please don't make me drink that because I mean, if you have a shot and everybody else has a shot, I will definitely have a shot. Of course, I'm gonna do it. There's no way I'm gonna say no if everybody's doing it. You know? And he's like, Oh, Johnny, you, you, you have. You must. You must. You must. You know? And that's just kind of how it is in Europe. Europe is yeah. you must. Yeah. yeah. You must. This is a very you fine must. wine. You must. You know? And you're like, Ah, oh, I guess I must. You know? You can't disagree. But anyway, I, I did a shot and I blacked out and pretty much. I, I guess I, I guess. Half an hour after that, I fell asleep and they carried me into the, into like, I guess his kid's bedroom or something. And I fell asleep on a kid's bed. Wow. Yeah. And I don't have scorpions in Japan. Why would he say it's Japanese? I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe Okinawa. I don't know. Do they have scorpions in Okinawa? I don't even know. It's possible. You know, that's completely right. Yeah. I don't know why. He was bullshitting you. He was, he was pulling your leg. He was... Getting you to try it. No, no, but he's been to Japan several times. Really? But there's no scorpions in Japan. I never thought about that until right now. That Except for that. my ex-wife. Okay, well, we're <laughs> going to take a break now. <laughs> we're not talking about ex-wives or girlfriends. It's not her. Holy shit, it's no. It's not her. This is a... You know, no, that's a beautiful girl a right Mike, there. A Michael? That's a Michael. Yeah. A Michael, not Michael. Michael. That's Michael wearing a Michael. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. You, still have, you still have some of these paintings, right? I have. Sell them all. Uh, I, I I was showing eight, and I sold one, so I have seven of those that I was uh, showing, and then I have another six that I didn't show. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've got a lot of micos. I'll buy them, man. They're really great, and everything. Everyone's different, right? Oh, the t-shirts. Oh, I got no, tons no, no, of no, t-shirts. No, the, yeah, all I've the got t-shirts, like, but I got like fifty t-shirts. I mean, t-shirts are available. Yeah, go to the the spillthink.com. Yeah, or the paintings. The paintings are pretty awesome. Oh, the paintings are awesome, too. Yeah, yeah. the paintings are very dynamic and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, okay, actually, you know, I'm almost out of beer. So, we definitely got to take a break. Are you are you out of beer? Yes. Holy yeah. shit. And I drank the last one. Oh, God it's damn okay. it. I'm sorry. It's all right. All right. So, Peters, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to do the news. So, thank you very much for watching, everybody, on YouTube Live. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, check us out on the audio because we'll have the news there. All right. On that note, Peters, we'll see you on the flip side. Peace. 
Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com That's www.gamuso.com That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors. Located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azubujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Hey, what's up, faders? It's your boy Johnny here. And, uh, well, I've got some good news. And I've got some bad news. And um, 
Everybody likes bad news first, so I'm gonna start off with the bad news, and uh, the bad news is, well, I don't have this week's news. And I'm so sorry, I dropped the ball, but uh, it's not my fault, it's not my fault. Um, I've got a pretty good excuse. Um, over the New Year's holiday, I was up in northern Japan in Niigata, and I was at my, my in-law's house. And uh, anyway, as many of you guys know, at that time, there was a massive earthquake. And uh, yep, I was right in the center of it, and it was terrifying, to say the least. Uh, we were in a, an old house that's about 50 years old, and uh, yeah, we're all there, and we're hanging out, and uh, the earthquake just came out of nowhere. And this earthquake was a roller and a popper. And a roller earthquake, it, it moves from left to right, forward to back. It just rolls around. And a popper just goes up and down. And this earthquake was a combination of both of those which is just absolutely insane. I've, I've never experienced the, the two together. And um, yeah, it was a uh, level six on the Richter scale. And um, that's that's pretty, pretty hardcore. Uh, level six is just insane. In 2011, I experienced a level five and that was a roller earthquake and that was just heavy. That was, that was, that was bad. That was really, really bad. But uh, this one was just, oh my God, it was just, unbelievable it was absolutely unbelievable just the, the the power that that earthquake had it was just it was terrifying terrifying to say the least and um yeah and it was long too it was about a minute and a half long and um that doesn't sound like a lot of time you know a minute and a half but um actually when you're in the middle of like practically i mean when you're in the middle of something like that time just slows down and a minute and a half feels like an eternity right and uh, yeah, we all thought we were goners, and um, it was it was a horrible situation. Um, but uh, needless to say, uh, I'm okay. My wife's okay. Her family's okay. The house is okay. But uh, it, crazy thing, as soon as like we we survived, and we're just like, oh my god, we didn't get crushed by the house. We turn on the TV and uh, we check the news, and all of a sudden there's alerts saying that tsunami was going to come and wipe us out. And the tsunami at that time said it was like five meters. Was it? Yeah, five meters tall. And five meters tall is over a story, like a story and a half, right? And uh, we're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> do we stay? Do we go? Uh, do we have a choice? You know? And um, yeah, that was that was not fun. And um, yeah, so, uh, well, good news is, needless to say, I'm alive. Um, my wife, her family, her house, our cat, everybody is uh, safe. Everybody's fine. And um, yeah, so that that's the good news. And um, yeah. Still a little shaken up, still a little shaken up, but uh, totally cool. Um, and I, I want to take a second and I want to say that um, everybody that got faded, the faded family, um, our hearts and our prayers go on to everybody in Japan that's been affected by this earthquake. We hope that um, everybody is safe and uh, we hope that, you know, Japan gets back on its feet again and um, continues to be awesome. And for all you guys that are listening up there in Japan, dude, we hope you guys are okay. All right, and uh, also I want to say thank you to uh, all you faders out there that sent uh, messages to us uh, saying if we're okay. And um, Sai, thank you for calling. That was awesome. And uh, yeah, thank you guys. Um, God, thank you guys just for just being awesome. Thank you so much, faders. And uh, we will definitely see you guys next week. Peace. My little brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse. <laughs> 
Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Yeah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.